School classrooms haven't changed much in over 100 years. If you walk into lots of schools, you'll still see classrooms designed for around 30 children, usually one teacher standing at the front. Desks are still placed in straight lines that face the teacher's desk and the blackboard or the whiteboard. The arrangement worked for old-style teaching methods which focused on rote memorization. Educating children for the 21st century requires a different set of skills. Think of the four C's, communication skills, critical thinking skills, creative thinking skills, and collaboration skills. Sustainability and climate action are important parts of the designs being introduced in groundbreaking schools now that aim to meet this change in what's needed from our schools. We're going to look at these changes through the example of one new school in Italy. Our highly educated correspondent, Chiara, has been to the Viscontini Primary School in Milan. Chiara, what's different about this school? Sustainable materials, plenty of natural lights and ventilation, uh, wide open areas that encourage pupils to collaborate. And uh, climate emissions angle too. That's right. Well, of course, the old school had to change. It was polluted with asbestos, so it was demolished. After an eight-year reconstruction, the new Viscontini School was inaugurated in June last year. The school building is very colourful. There has been research done in, on the psychologies of colour on children in the learning environment over the years. Primary children are stimulated more by the primary colours of red, blue and yellow, which you can see in the square blocks on the facade of a Viscontini School. But let's get into why is it so important to rethink school design and what impact does this have on learning? Recent studies have shown that students' performance is enhanced in school with better physical learning environments, including natural light, for instance, or high ceilings, good air quality, and steady temperature also. It sounds like the opposite of the grim Dickensian schools I went to, so I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah, if you put a child in a quite dark space with blank walls and not a lot of color, with no proper ventilation, you're going to have a very low attention span and get no result, or not the ones that you want. It sounds a little bit like uh, the room where we're recording this, frankly. But anyway, let's look at the school's environmental impact. There are photovoltaic panels on the roof and the reduced energy consumption. So the Viscontini School building has a low environmental impact. It was also designed to guarantee excellent acoustic quality and to ensure good natural lighting inside. So you don't need to use electricity for microphones and lighting. What do the classrooms look like? Few internal walls and classrooms tucked away behind doors. The core of the concept is decentralized division. Basically, it's modular manageable units, connectable rooms and flexible transparent walls. And all of these enable forms of teaching, different forms of teaching. By encouraging students to collaborate in wide open settings, the school hopes to get kids equipped to think flexibly and on diverse topics later in life. The corridors and areas where students gather at break and lunch times, they've also been rethought. Yeah, because of course children go between classrooms all the time. In traditional schools, children passing through the corridors bank into each other, bags are going to hit the wall, and there are bottlenecks. The solution is to make the corridors easier to navigate and to improve the flow through the school. More importantly, the school has kept nooks and crannies to a minimum, as these are perfect hiding places for bullies. Wider corridors with no hiding space make it more difficult for bullies to operate. Oof. More light, fewer bullies. This is sounding less and less like my old school. Ah. 
As you can tell, I'm still scarred by it. Anyhow, where does all this school's innovation come from? The school is part of a pilot project carried out together with a primary school in Finland. The main idea behind it is that teachers also need the space and the flexibility to be able to respond to the unique way each child learns and get them all prepared for life after school. Viscontinuous teachers got coaching and guidance on how to use the new space from the University of Milan-Bicocca. There are outdoor classrooms too. You know, the weather is usually quite sunny in Italy, so it's nice to be outside in spring and in autumn as summer in the sun may be a bit too hot already. The idea behind it is that the best way to equip children for the future is to understand that learning takes place everywhere and to create opportunities for students to learn throughout the day at school. And learning takes place wherever you're listening to Climate Solutions, we hope. Thanks, Chiara. We're reporting on a new climate project every week on Climate Solutions. They're all different, but each of them will make you look at the solutions to climate change in a new way. Subscribe so you don't miss any of them. Listen to the previous seasons of Climate Solutions too. We've got a series on the innovations that are going to save us from climate disaster and another on how green finance is going to help pay for it all. Thanks for listening to Climate Solutions from the European Investment Bank.